The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I was uh, keeping Kieran Cudahy's chair warm on the hard shoulder at some stage and we were talking about issues pertaining to nutrition and the person who was on, who I think was Ashley Lachlan talking about nutrition, said that in an ideal world you should be getting about 30 servings of fruit and vegetable a week and then she added that it's not just that you eat fruits and vegetables 30 times but that ideally you would eat 30 different fruits and vegetables, which is, of course, a completely impossible task. Well, that's what I thought <laughs> until Sean Defoe, News Talks political correspondent, said, you know what? That's worth trying. So Sean is with us, as is public health nutritionist uh, Gay Godkin, uh, or G- Godkin, I should say. And we're going to come to Gay in a second. But first of all, Sean, your experience. Uh, so I, I eat a lot of fruit and veg anyway. Like my uh, fiancé is vegan, and so as a result, I eat vegan a lot of the time as well. Uh, though I can't call myself a vegan because I eat Do you I have sneaky cheeseburgers things. when she's not looking? Uh, oh, oh, the whole time. Yeah, no, no, it's cheese that gets me. Actually, it's the cheese one that keeps me away from the veganism. And I just love, I love cheese. But anyway, I'm trying my best. Uh, and so I, when What's I heard the story it, with eggs. What do you mean what's the story with eggs? Well, I hate to say this, <laughs> but I saw uh, Joe Rogan make an interesting point, which I didn't think was possible, but he did, where he said, hang on a minute, chickens just produce eggs all the time. There is a free egg. There it is. It's not going to become an adult chicken. So what's wrong with eating eggs, even if you're vegan? Oh, well, that's a, that's a question for a gay, not me. Yeah. Can't believe you. <laughs> that's that's terrific. I'm telling you, I know, yeah. Absolutely terrific food, uh, eggs. And so is cheese. So go back to your cheese. Cheese you is really, really good for you. And particularly if it's the good You're Irish artisan cheese. Well, I'm going to take that quote home and pin it on the wall <laughs> and that's my cheese sorted for, the, for life. So you heard this and said, I'm going to try the 30 different sorts. How did you approach it? Yeah, I did because I eat a lot of fruit and veg, like I was saying. But even when I heard that, I thought, Jesus, that's an awful lot. And I don't know, can I get there? And I think you said at the time, I couldn't name 30 fruit and veg. And I was in the same category. I was on the way home, counting on my fingers, not really getting there. But it was actually a lot easier than I thought. Once you planned out like three or four meals that had four or five veg in them during the week, you know, like so I had a soup where I threw in uh, a bunch of different ones through in carrot and leek and celery and onion and stuff that I might not eat on their own otherwise and then you're thinking okay well I had that two times a week so there's my my portion getting in once you do like say a stir fry for example you throw a few different things into that I bought a big kilo of mixed veg at the start of the week and that did sort of two dinners between us and that was again carrots peas green beans sweet corn all of those thrown into the one uh, and the, the one kind of big change we've done in recent is the breakfast where we're getting three portions of fruit at breakfast and that sort of sets you up for the day and then you're thinking right that's three of my five done and then you know the bonus all goes uh, it goes on I think that's cheating to some extent because because you're largely hiding the vegetables do you know when you, a stir fry doesn't count it's only oh, really it a veg- count. they're still in there they're absolutely still in there. So uh, what, what else is there? Okay, well, this is where I'm bringing in Gay. Vegetables, Does it count a couple gay? of noodles and okay, a bit of soy so sauce. Just, Lovely. Yeah, well done, Sean, by the way. <laughs> Don't but anyway, I'm having three fruits for my breakfast. Uh, start, that's a lot of uh, fructose and glucose first thing in the morning. Anyway, that's Shinshkelela. Uh, so no, sorry, no, focus on that a bit more. He yeah. got that wrong, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I know he did really well. So basically where all this is coming from is the American Gush Project, okay? And that was a very much a self-reported study where you sent in stool samples, they analysed the stools and you reported how much veg and fruit you ate and plant food. So your nuts, your seeds, your mm. legumes, even tea and coffee. Strangely enough, yeah, and um, sorry, herbs. sorry, tea and coffee tea count and as coffee. one of your five a day. Yes. Well, then I got no, no, fifty sorry, or sixty no. through the week. If that's <laughs> they don't count for one of your five a day. And let oh, me tell you, it. there's no science behind the five a day. We need to eat eight hundred and fifty grams of fruit and vegetables per day, mostly veg. Leave it to about two fruit. So this study that's was nigh on a kilo of fruit and vegetables per day. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's he's not getting that in a stir fry. That's <laughs> what I mean. No way he's getting you that in a stir fry. You did very well, Anton. Don't mind him. So anyway, this American Gut Project, they analysed the data and they saw that the people who had eaten more plant food, including all the nuts and seeds and grains and mm. all that kind of thing, had the greatest diversity of microbes in the gut, meaning they had a lot more. So there's trillions of microbes mm. in the gut. And there's some ones that are specifically like these guys depend on us to feed them. They only eat plant food and it, the human body doesn't digest plant food. So we rely on those guys to break it down. So we have a lovely symbiotic relationship. So we have enzymes to digest protein, fats and um, carbohydrates. However, all of the plant food gets into the gut where these guys munch and chew and then they proliferate and grow. So how is Sean a better person after his week? What has improved in him in the week of exposure to all these vegetables? Well, he's he's faced the challenge and he's done very well and yeah. I'm Sure I don't mean morally. Going. I mean, is there something <laughs> happening know, in his microbiome up, that well, he should okay. feel? <laughs> so look, at, with diversity, Anton, you know, you ha- for example, if you eat things like pomegranates and leeks, you will help to uh, populate your gut with a particular bacteria called Ackermansia, which is, we know, um, if you have a lot of acromancia in your gut, you're less likely to be predisposed to obesity and a metabolic disorder. So these guys are protecting us. They're switching on and off um, our immune system. They're talking to our brain. We're making our um, neurochemicals. They're very good for your heart. They're full of what we call polyphenols and antioxidants. So you'll often hear people saying I'm taking antioxidants um, from a pill. Don't do that. Mm. You, so the bright Leeks the, and pomegranates. Oh, look, that's only I'm going to give you an example of um, this particular species. But remember, there's trillions in there and we're all different. So having the most diversity gives you the better health outcomes. Okay, well, among that diversity, we talked about not being able, I mentioned not being able to list 30 different fruits and vegetables. Which were the most obscure ones that you eventually got to? Uh, I didn't even get all that obscure. I suppose the one that I have never eaten outside of Christmas before was Brussels sprouts, which I found a bag of them in the freezer and said, that'll do. That's another oh, one. Take frozen off Brussels sprouts. That's the, do you know what? Oh. They roasted really well. I did. The, it was almost like a tricolour roast of, uh, of uh, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower and butternut squash. Uh, and roasted up really, really nicely. Had it with some with some rice and some chickpeas as well, which I didn't count on the list, but now we're going down this 31. You see, I wonder about this because I keep... Uh, people say things like, well, cauliflower, it's delicious roasted. And you try roasting in this, oh, put a little bit of cumin on it, it's lovely. You take mm. it out, it's like, no, it's still cauliflower. It, it is. Uh, that's the flavouring. That's down to you because I thought the exact same thing when I started roasting it and I thought, this is awful. I hate cauliflower. And then uh, over time, learned to actually flavour things properly and it was, yeah, it, it, it's very, very nice. The one thing I wanted to ask as well, actually, though, uh, because I didn't count beans and pulses and stuff like that I was just counting fruit and veg to see if we'd get to that ridiculous 30 number so if you counted lentils and stuff and, and yeah, almonds yeah. and, and all, all that they're all included I saw when I looked up people were counting herbs yeah that's right you can so if you yeah. flavour something with basil now, or Brian will tell you the hardy herbs in the garden the ones that have this lived this is Brian Burke by the way who's gardening yes, expert who I know, talked in a minute <laughs> stay quiet Brian yeah. okay. <laughs> particularly the hardy so if these guys are outside and they're negotiating all this hard cold weather pests that kind of thing they're building an immune system and when we eat them they're conferring their immune system onto us. And that's why they've got all these plant chemicals. Now, hang on a minute. How am I possibly going to eat enough (laughs) 
thyme or rosemary or bay Try leaves to get up to 850 up. grams <laughs> <Yes>. of stuff. <laughs> Look at and now can I just say there is a caveat here. Not everybody can do this. Mm. So right. So I work as a nutritionist and people come to see me on a daily basis and a lot of it is around gut health. And I would have people who simply could not eat a diet like this because there's different types of fibres and in particular the insoluble fibres. A lot of people find they can't break them down. Mm. Now, if you go back to the theory behind that, they're missing those microbes. So they need to eat more of the good fibres, which are called prebiotics, and they grow the probiotics that everybody talks about that they buy in jars that I wouldn't advise you to, to buy. I would say eat more of the plant food that you get along with to proliferate and grow all your lactobacilli and your bifidobacteria and that kind of thing. You know, that's the secret to this. But not everybody, if you've got bad IBS or you've diverticular disease, just to name a few, you will have to have a specific diet tailored to you. Well, that, it is, sorry, I meant to just come in that that is one thing I'd say because there's three things that I found actually after doing this for a week. One is I actually had more energy towards the end of the week. I wasn't crawling into the weekend as evidenced by the fact that I'm up on a Saturday morning and here talking to you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two uh, was that it was that, that little bit easier. Three, uh, that I actually lost weight doing it without doing a huge amount more exercise. I'm down a pound and a half since last week. So there's a, another reason to do it without, you know, You look tremendous. You Thank always you look much. tremendous but particularly so this morning. But Sean. that fourth point then uh, is that I did spend an awful lot more time on the toilet. Thank yes. you very much. That was the information and, I was hoping you wouldn't is, provide to us. Um, <laughs> and that is it. And if asking, you're eating more f- uh, fibre, you need to increase your hydration. Is That's pomegranate another. juice as good as pomegranate? I'm sorry I mentioned it now. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> on me. Somebody's actually genuinely curious about pomegranate juice. No, it's not my fault. Uh, no, but if you read the, co- read the label on any of those juices, I don't recommend juices. Most of those juices... It's very hard to eat a pomegranate though because ah, it's all on, seeds. It's delicious. Oh, it's a lot of work. Ah, cheapers. Where's this? Oh, the seeds into a salad. This lovely. Yeah, so no, pomegranate juice is about 12% pomegranate. The rest is water and various sugars. So any of those juices I would avoid. Sean is, is, is hankering to get across the street now and get a full Irish breakfast before his partner <laughs> discovers what he's been at. Sean, thank you very much for uh, taking us through your experience. Likewise, thank you to Gay Godkin for giving us the expertise there around, specifically pomegranates. We, that was what we focused and on. Cheese. <laughs> and cheese. That's what there you right. go. <laughs> The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.